Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the Mug, your co-host, the Pope and the Modler is with us as well. And of course, we take inspiration from the Barefoot Investor. But instead of giving you investment advice, we're here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2023 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program to the Pope. I think we need to start recording the production meetings, Mug. They are... The entree to the main dish is quite exciting itself, but uh, here we are, live to air, eventually again. Uh, thank you for having me again. Exciting week in our real bit happening. And a big welcome back to the modeler. Guys, good to be here. I, I do look forward to when uh, when your computer gets hacked, Mark, and the, uh, the files get leaked. Um, I'm sure there'll be uh, yeah, quite a bit of bear to go around on the end of that one. Well, boys, we tried something new there tonight on the jingle. So um, if that's that's either worked or at the start of the podcast, listeners have just sat there for, a bit, for about 10 seconds wondering what the hell's happened. So hopefully the jingle played through. Hopefully it was clear as a bell. I had some feedback uh, just uh, a week or so ago from uh, someone very close to the program, long-time listener, first-time caller. Let's just call him Dabba. And uh, he gave me a bit of feedback to say that he wasn't too happy uh, with the podcast and uh, and the jingle in particular. Uh, he's happy with the podcast, by the way. He's just not happy with the jingle. And uh, Logical, just out of the blue, drop me an email. No words, no communication, just the old uh, barefoot jingle file. And that was, that was it. So I think that was a subtle message just to say, Mug, sort out the jingle uh, and shout out to the logical one if he's tuning in. Uh, but, boys, hope you've had a, a great week. Pope, you mentioned a bit going on over there in the NRL. What's our man got himself up to? Our um, our, our doppel for Robbo over there on the uh, on the oh. AFL 360 show. Um, the NRL 360 show for your man, uh, Big P Kent. What's he done? Well, I was hoping... When you said, what's your man got up to? I was hoping he wasn't the one you're referring to, so I had to be. Um, let, let, I'll put it this way, Mug. I was quite NRL 360. He's got some personal issues to deal with. That's how they opened the show last night, so I might stick with that line. Has he got to win back the, the trust and the uh, so forth of the listening audience? Is that what he has to do, or the watching audience? There's a few out to get him. He's not the most popular man, so I think there was an element of what goes around comes around when the news leaked on the weekend. Um, it's it's not like he's probably viewed as one of the nice guys in the industry, Mug. Yeah, fair enough, Pope. And, uh, and who did you think I was going to say when I said your man? No, I was worried you were going to speak to him. I just <laughs> I just had to negotiate how I wanted to frame that for the listening audience. Right, yeah. And, uh, and Modler, the stats man not with us tonight. Can you shed some light on this? Yeah, I... I... I think Pope mentioned last week he might be checking some of his uh, real estate purchases over in Perth. I actually think he might be checking some of his uh, mining holdings. Might be rubbing rubbing shoulders with Gina over there, having a few uh, few crisp Chardonnays, maybe. Um, but he's, he's definitely doing something highfalutin. If if I know stats, man. I never thought he was the type, but um, but if I'm not mistaken, I saw some photos floating around the internet of one of those romantic shots underwater with the whale shark, sort of. Kissing the missus, holding hands underwater while you're near the shark. I, I just, uh, I just never thought he was the type of guy. But, uh, but Statsman, there you go. He's he, he is that guy. So, uh, so that's nice to see a different side of the Statsman. And I hope he's uh, going really, really well. Boys, enough of that. Uh, let's get back and just have a quick wrap up of last week with some betting review and bad beats. Uh, Modler, how did you go? Yeah, it was a decent weekend overall across both codes. So. In the AFL, kicked it off really nicely with the Tigers getting up at yes. three forty, I think, quoted at the time. I had them close to make money, so that was a huge uh, play for me. Uh, then into West Coast, I think they trimmed a bit once teams were out, but uh, no good there against the Gold Coast. Uh, and then on to, uh, I think I tipped up the Bombers come potty time, but then Parish dropped out, which was a bit unfortunate. But um, we'll cop that one on the chin and. Uh, the final bet I had was the Crows against St Kilda. Um, nice win there. And then I spoke to GWS uh, against Collingwood uh, with the proviso that Toby played, but in the end he dropped out. So no bet there for me. Um, and then, if it loads, I'm out of my NRL prices. So again, kicked it off nicely with the Storm, uh, beating the Broncos on the Thursday night. 
Uh, liked Canterbury over the Warriors. Uh, then Adam Carr dropped out. So in the end, it wasn't a bet for me, but for the purposes of the podcast, that's a loss. Um, North Queensland over St George, liked them, yep. and they home quite handily. And finally, uh, my Knights, they got it done really well against Gold Coast. I think it was a 20-point win in the end. Um, so quite a good weekend overall. Yeah, excellent, Modler. That's a, another great weekend for you, mate. And, um, geez, I, if you don't mind sharing, Modler, how's the uh, the model performing now? I mean, I, I think it's still well and truly uh, must be the high teens or still in the 20s. Yeah, I, I, I forget which one's which, but one of them's tracking just over 20% and the other code is 15%. But, uh, yeah, mate, flying. That's, yeah. They're unbelievable figures, Pope. Um, uh, I'd be dreaming of those uh, at the moment. Um, Pope, um, mate, how did you go? What about the blase? I don't know which one's which. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're both going that well. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, from the podcast tips, Mug, I went three from five on the line. Started like a house on fire Thursday night with the storm. Um, and we were close to the 13 plus to the tip that was well, which which got done late. Um, might also make it in the next segment of our show that game. Friday night, I leaned towards the Warriors. Wasn't a big bet that uh, I was leaning that direction that. They covered comfortably against Canterbury. Penrith did it in a canter, looked back to their premiership winning best on Friday night against the Roosters, and then it went downhill. I like the Dragons, and they got pummeled by the Cowboys, and Manly, despite losing my six, were never really in it against the Sharks on Sunday afternoon. And the piece of resistance, which I'll credit you here, Mug, Titans v Newcastle sailed over the 45 and a half, which you spoke to or you brought to the table on the podcast last Tuesday as well. Yeah, nice, Pope. Um, for myself, um, yeah, we liked Richmond um, on the Friday night, so that was a good start. Um, I didn't have a good Saturday, Pope. I was I had a small bet on the Swans, and uh, that was looking good for about a quarter, and then uh, they just fell in a heap. Um, I had a small go on the Hawks, and um, they probably weren't that far away in the end, but um, but missed out. Yeah, we got a bit harshly done by their modeler on the Brizzy Essendon game with Zorko coming back in, Parrish going out. So that probably hurt us a little bit there. And even still, that bet probably looked a fair shout there for a fair bit of that game, but Brisbane just put the foot down. Um, and then I finished up with dogs and uh, pies. Um, so I like the pies. Um, and I gave that strategy out about, you know, how to bet with Toby Green potentially come, coming in and then going out and and what have you. So, um, so hopefully um, some people followed there. So... About thereabouts uh, for me, boys. Uh, not a great weekend, but not a bad one. And um, and Statsman, um, I think he went pretty well in the end. He 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 liked the Tigers. He liked the, he really liked the Suns actually. Statsman, and that proved to be a, a, a good bet. And um, and then I think he may have been having a small play on North Melbourne, and um, and he liked the doggies um, as well. So, um, so Setsman, I think, fared pretty well um, last weekend uh, in the AFL. So hopefully the listeners were able to – there was a fair bit of bets that were getting put up last week. So hopefully the listeners were able to find their way um, into some winners um, last weekend. Uh, that's for sure. Boys, some bad beats. Uh, Pope, did you see any on the weekend? Yeah, there's a couple there. Not huge standouts, Mug, but there was definitely, if you're on the unders in the, sorry, if you're on the overs in the Stormy Broncos Thursday night, you're fairly unlucky. That was 41 and a half, and there was about 18 disallowed tries in that game, and it went for about four and a half hours as well, that match. I I went with one of my mates who's an AFL, uh, well, Urs on the AFL side, and it wasn't really the advertisement for rugby league that I was hoping for. Leading in, but if you're on the overs there, that's a bit unlucky. And I think the Tigers plus Saturday afternoon, plus 16 and a half, they kept the Rabbitohs to one try up until the 73rd minute. The problem was they didn't score themselves in the game. So they lost 20 nil, but keeping the highly fancied Rabbitohs to one try through um, 90% of the game, a bit unlucky not to cover there. Yeah, okay. And and the, did the King manage to have anything on the uh, on the zero there for the Tigers, Mudler? I know he likes that one. Uh, didn't didn't hear anything from the King this week. Uh, no, but can only hope he has. <laughs> yeah, very good. Did you see anything yourself, Mudler? Uh, not specifically myself, but a good friend of the program. Let's um, let's call him Math Man for the sake of uh, anonymity. Um, <laughs> he's sent through uh, a couple of bad beats that he saw. So. Uh, yeah, in liking the Tigers, he was also, he was on the twenty five plus. 
uh, the, sorry, the 25 uh, to win by, and that got chinned with Rewalt missing. Uh, we had a bit of discussion about what price that should have been, whether it was a $3 shot or an $8 shot. It's probably somewhere in between. And then uh, he's, he's gone again, uh, all the margins on Gold Coast against West Coast, and uh, got chinned right at the end there on 72 plus of all margins. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a horrendous beat, that one. That was bad. Yeah. A couple of that score <laughs> uh, sides have that at about a dollar forty chance to that just that last goal alone. And I think uh, the Suns kicked like five, four or five behinds to finish off yep. the game. So definitely a chance to, to hit 72 plus there. Uh, good. And a uh, couple from the listeners. Uh, Sean Harvey got in nice and early with this one. And Jack Johnson has joined him on the Brisbane under or the, the one to 39. Um, that got knocked over by Rayner late there at the end. So the boys were feeling a bit stiff there. Wean Dog, as always, has got a, uh, a same game multi to share. And uh, this one was just the lazy 34 50 shot. And uh, he missed out there. Jack Sinclair needed 25 possessions. Wean Dog's on 22 at three quarter time. You know, so he's up over the seven, you know, 7.33 a quarter, but uh, couldn't manage three in the last. Uh, so that was uh, a little bit hurtful for him. Uh, and we spoke to those ones of our good friend uh, who couldn't uh, be with us. Pope, I think you're a bit modest too. I think there might have been a bad beat in that uh, Melbourne Storm game with the 13 plus. Um, that try, uh, I'm trying to think back, was allowed in the end, but uh, the Broncos player sort of infringed on the marker. And I sort of thought that potentially that try should have been, if I got that right? No, it was the other way around. Brisbane scored a try, but Brisbane infringed with the marker that stopped the Storm player from intercepting the try, but the try was allowed. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I, I left that out. Broncos probably didn't get the to get the way of the officiating in that game as a whole mug. So I think... I think they were a bit unlucky. Uh, they had three players binned and a few other things happened that game. So as a whole, I left it there for those reasons. But in, in isolation, was that the right call? Like, should have that been allowed, that try? I didn't think so, but they went to the video and reviewed yeah. it. Yeah. And they allowed it, which I found strange. But there were a few unusual calls in that game generally. Yeah, there were some kooky uh, things happening, wasn't there? Anyway, uh, that's enough of that. That's bad beats, boys. Are we ready to get in and talk some games? We most certainly are, Monk. We've got a good one to start on Friday night, don't we? Uh, over in Adelaide, we've got Port Adelaide, $2.20 outsiders, 6.5, and the Melbourne Demons are $1.66. Yeah, we do, Pope. This is a really good game. I, I always look forward to these Adelaide games uh, on a Friday night where they're playing uh, good competition, and this is definitely one. Um, I think that number was a bit big to start, Pope. 7.5 um, opening. Uh, I, I'm Before teams, I, I'm at pick. Marshall uh, will come out of that side with concussion, um, but the D's have got a few problems themselves. Petty goes out, and, um, geez, I thought Petty a couple of years ago, I remember saying to Logic, I thought, geez, I don't think this bloke's up to it, but he has been a super player um, for Melbourne um, and has really cemented himself down back and uh, has proved to be a pretty use, uh, useful and um, uh a good utility in the fact that he can swing forward, take a good grab, and geez, he's a beautiful kick for goal. So, so that's a bit of an out for him. They'll they'll downgrade a little bit there, I think, with Ben Brown or maybe McDonald um, and Petrarca a little bit sore and Sparrow suspended. So, um, a little bit of player movement. I I don't love Port here, but in saying all of that, Pope, uh, happy to have a bet on that plus money. Super strong start, Mug Modler. Can we find early consensus here? Not uh, not yet. No, I've uh, got a slight lean for these here. I've got them $1.60. Um, I've kept Petrarca in, but if he falls out, then um, it's definitely no bit for me. So I might wait and see what happens with teams before I commit to anything. I think they've said that he will play, but there's still yeah. a bit of, uh, you know, is he okay, is he not okay? So I think he probably does play, but, um, but yeah, maybe he's not full capacity. Well, I'll start with you here. Maybe the less said about this, the better. North v Swans at Marvel on Saturday afternoon. 38 and a half is the lines, and Swans, despite their struggles, are $1.13. Yeah, there's a raft of uh, changes for both teams, most notably North, LDU. Uh, yeah, definitely a huge out for them, um, and about five or six others. Um, I think they get Cunnings and Coleman Jones back in, and then the Swans look like missing Mills and 
McDonald's. Um, all said and done, I've got north about a five dollar shot. Um, so yeah, enough for me to, to have a play on them. I, I as as usual with these price points, I'd be more invested on the plus than the head to head. Yep, Mug, how are you seeing it? There's a bit of uh, 24.5 floating around on Sunday, Pope. The obnoxious one gave me a call and uh, alerted me to the fact of this market and uh, and just said that Zerha has broken his jaw as well. And uh, I don't know, did you name him, Modler, in that? Actually, I've, I've kept him in. So, um, yeah. Yeah. so there's there's a bit of talk about whether he will play or not and whether how well he's sure. That was floating around on North, you know, on the Nuff Nuff North Melbourne websites and, and all that sort of stuff. And um, and that was reported. Um, LDU out. We tried to get some money down on that 24 and a half about, what was that? About one, two o'clock on a Sunday. How do you think that went down, Pope, with the, uh, with the bookies? I reckon you had to win $18. (laughs) And and they pushed the market out to 30 with with about two seconds. Barely got a dime down. Um, So, so yeah, anyway, they were pretty quick onto that, the boys. Um, (laughs) And... uh, and, and anyway, so I thought, uh, you know, obviously at the early, that early price, knowing all of those players coming out for North Melbourne, look, I think Mills and McDonald, Swans have got problems themselves, no doubt about that. But, uh, geez, that North Melbourne team, they're at critical mass in terms of outs. LDU, so important. Um, no forward line or no forward line. Uh, the midfield should be able to just absolutely dominate every centre clearance and, you know, they, they should they should run all over North Melbourne here. Um, do I want to be ploughing into the big number now, Pope? Probably not, but I, I, I did think that, yeah, you know, obviously the earlier money was good and we um, we sent that out to the subscribers on Sunday night. There was still some 28.5 floating around and I think there was still some um, some some not bad prices on some alter- alternates um, as well uh, earlier. So, um yeah, I'm with with the swans. Topsport.com.au, market move of the week, that one, Mug. Um, we go, the other game Saturday afternoon, we head to your favourite Ballarats, Mug, and a good clash. Dogs are taking on the Crows. Minus seven and a half, dogs are favourites. $1.60 head-to-head, Crows, $2.28. Yeah, Murray should come back in, and uh, and I think Duday uh, goes out. So probably a net sort of a net result there in player movement for the Crows. Um, I was at nine before players, Pope, so I'm, I'm thereabouts. I'm a bit wary of Adelaide. Like, I, I sort of think that they've got the the capability to go down there and, uh, and win, but I guess probably the closest thing to comparing this road trip for Adelaide is that potential trip down to Tassie. You know, it's a similar sort of, you know, you got to get, that's that's two modes of transport. You got to, go to this place and then go to another place. Um, and, um, yeah, just not, not sure how they're going to go down there at Ballarat. So I, I'm just – I'll stay out of that one, Pope. No problem. Modler, are you investing in this affair? Uh, not at this stage. I've got the doggies right on the market at $1.60. There is a chance that Laird drops out. Uh, yeah. So if you're quick on that news, then um, maybe jump on the doggies. But um, – Again, a bit of a wait and see there. And, and probably, you know, Pope, I know I've spoken about it over the years and I've spoken about it at um, Gather Round as well, but that Northwesterly, if she's blowing, um, you know, just keep an eye on that for some live plays, see who wins the uh, the toss of the coin. Um, there might be some uh, live action to be had there because she can really get a, get a howl on from that sort of um, grandstand point post up that end to you know, down to the other end um, can can really be difficult to score goals up that top end when that north northwesterly is coming through, and it and it often does in autumn. Yeah, Saturday afternoon's the time for it too. You can find some angles in live betting uh, potentially with the corporate bookmakers too, Mug. Uh, I'll stick with you, Mug. We go to Perth on Saturday evening, well, at least Eastern Standard Time Saturday evening, and Dockers at ten and a half point underdogs against the Cats, who are dollar fifty eight head to head. Yeah, I was at 12 um, and potentially declining. Uh, come, does he come back in, Modler? Is he a potential for the Cats? He's a potential, I think, at this stage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think Close comes back in. So, 
Look, uh, I'm probably thereabouts, uh, Pope, so not not overly excited about this and uh, still not sure if the Frio form is real um, and um, I think I'll just sit back and, and have a look at this one. If I was betting, though, I probably would be on the home team uh, at the uh, at the plus. Yep. Uh, Modo, can you see anything of interest here? Uh, I can, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, keen on Frio here. I've got them at 210, so enough for a, a stake for me. No real player movement that I can see, yeah, either way, apart from close, you know, obviously coming back in from his suspension, but otherwise, yeah, nothing of note. So uh, Frio for me here. Nice. Sounds like a little bit of confidence you have there too, my love. Mm. Uh, I'll stick with you here. Where what, what's this called these days? The M1 Derby or the uh, Q Clash? Right? Pineapple Grapple, Pope. Oh, that's a, that is far better than anything else I've heard. Um, that probably makes it mainstream media mug. Uh, Modler, the Lions are twenty-four and a half point favourites, and a dollar twenty-four against the Suns with three dollars ninety. Nothing for me here at this stage. There's a chance uh, Rich comes back in for the Lions. Uh, a few wins for the Suns, um, nothing huge. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got no play at this stage. Pineapple grapple bet here, Mark? Nah, a bit the same as the mod, though. I came out at 25 initially and, and potentially rich to come back in. So, um, yeah, not 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 really anything doing. Probably similar um, to the Frio one. I, I'd probably be like to be with the plus here. Um, Suns. Form is pretty good. Uh, they're, they're, they're going okay. You know, they've beat Richmond. They've almost beat Melbourne, probably should have beat Melbourne, gone over to Western Australia and, you know, done what they should have done, absolutely flogged the West Coast. So, hey, they're, they're going all right, the Suns. Um, so I wouldn't be sleeping uh, on, on the Suns at, you know, four and a bit goals. Um, I wouldn't be ploughing into Brisbane, that's for sure. And, and Brisbane – we're a bit sluggish, but they can score quick. You know, that's probably the thing with Brizzy. You know, you think you're going all right in a bet and then they can really turn it on you. So, um, but no bet for me there, but Joe Danaher's played his one annual good game though, hasn't he? Six Mate, he's played a few. He's played a few, Pope. Yeah, he's, he's actually, um, he cops some early criticism sort of around just before that doggies game and they're horrible in that doggies game. He's been pretty good ever since. So he's, he's actually turned it around a bit, Big Joe. Good, good for him. I was a bit harsh on my analysis there, Mark. Uh, Bombers v Tigers at the G Saturday night. I'll give you the tarmac to take it away here. Seven and a half line, but this has moved a bit, hasn't it, throughout uh, the last day or so? Mark, just following your WhatsApp through? Started at, um, you could get some two and a half at uh, 365 um, at the opener, and there's some three and a half basically everywhere else, Sunday and first thing Monday. And then she's quickly raced out to seven and a half, eight and a half um, once they once everyone opened up on Monday morning. So yeah, a bit of a move there. Find a bet here at seven and a half. Pope, I <laughs> I was a bit. Uh, I saw what Statsman put in the group before. I was a little bit disappointed with that because I was I was interested to see which way he was going to go. And um, let me put it out there that's. Essendon have had a terrible time in this fixture. Um, Richmond have really had it over them in the uh, dream time at the G Clash, and uh, they, they seem to get up for it, the Tigers. They've got quite a few Indigenous players and some Indigenous stars uh, with Shane Edwards uh, in the last few years, and they really seem to lift uh, for this particular fixture. But, Pope, I've had Essendon ranked in front of Richmond for the last couple of weeks, and um, and I know Richmond had a good win on the weekend, but... I adjust my ratings. I still have Essendon in front of Richmond on ratings. And um, you probably, you know, maybe give a slight edge to Essendon at, at home ground events because they maybe have a bigger home ground crowd for, for this one, ever so slightly. But it's it's definitely not a – I don't give a home ground advantage to, to Richmond on the, on the back of uh, being at the MCG um, because I think they both go better there. Um, I get uh, Ridley, Kelly back potentially. Uh, Hopper goes out. Richmond get Nank. But uh, Pope, like, give me the plus here for the Dons. I just I just cannot find a way that Richmond um, should be a seven or eight-point favourite here. And um, and I think the other thing that's interesting from last week's game, expected scoring, I mean, wasn't that far apart. And 
Tell me another time again before they finish their careers that Jack Rewalt will kick uh, two goals, Trent Cochin will kick three goals, and Dusty Martin will kick four. Like that was the that was that was the bulk of their scoring on on the weekend, and I just do not see that happening ever again. Uh, so they they got to find a different way to score. I don't think they do it here with a stronger Essendon backline. Uh, give me the Dons all day. Strong there in your analysis and opinion there, Mug. Moldo, can we find alignment? Well, I wish we could after hearing Mug's, uh, Mug's statement there, but unfortunately I've got a slight lean to the Tigers here. I've got them at $1.60. That's uh, assuming Nankovic does come in. Um, if he does, that's probably enough for a half stake for me, but um, it would be no better if he doesn't get named. But, uh, yeah, slightly with Richmond at this stage. Uh, we go well. This, this is now for clash Sunday afternoon in Tasmania. Mother, uh, the, the COVID riddled Hawks at 21 and a half point favorites and a dollar 29 against West Coast, uh, three dollars 55. Don't know what you're doing Sunday afternoon, mother, but uh, I'll be in front of the TV watching this for sure. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I, 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 I might concur with you there, Pope, but I'm not sure that I will. Um, I've got a slight edge to the Hawks here at a dollar twenty-four. Um, uh, West Coast lose Darling, uh, Hawks lose GF. Uh, um, yeah, probably like enough for a half stake at the either at the minus or if you want to get involved in some margins there. Um, but not hugely excited about betting uh, any more so than I am about watching the game. So, I think everyone's a little bit surprised you saw it that way. In this one, mother, uh, Mark, how are you seeing it, mate? Back down at the fortress, down at Utah's. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago that you know, I wasn't you know, with the with the Adelaide Crows game, I didn't pull the trigger. And um, and I think like people are sleeping on the Hawks down in Tassie still. And um, you know, you take off that home ground event and West coast, that's, that's one of the biggest trips in football. You come all the way across and then you've got to go down again. And uh, I, don't, I don't think they fly direct from Perth to Hobart or direct from, uh, you wouldn't fly direct from Perth to Lonnie, would you? I wouldn't have thought so. You got to, you got to come through Melbourne. So it's like, it's a pain in the ass to get to. Um, the West coast would not want to be there for sure. And uh I mean, I'm 28 before we even talk players. And then you take Darling and Jones has been a really good player. What, did you say Jones, Mother? He, he got his oh, nose. Got him, uh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. So may, may, maybe whether he plays or not, he got his nose absolutely caved in. So maybe he can play on that. I don't know. But um, he might be an out as well. And he's been good. He wouldn't be too keen to go near the contest uh, <laughs> with, a, with a smashed in nose. Uh, that's for sure. Not um, for four hours with a, with a smash nose. I can't imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Pope, even at the price, it's, I think it's moved a couple of points now, but um, on with the Hawks here, mate. Fantastic. Thanks, Mike. We've got consensus there. We'll, we'll do a review at the end, but uh, Statsman probably can't make it a trifecta in this game. Um, Mark, Carlton can't do anything right. Collingwood can't do anything wrong. The line is 16 and a half. Pies $1.40, Blues $2.90. Yeah, Pope, I'm, I'm pretty on the market here, which is a bit disappointing, actually. I might have to go and review um, that because I think you asked me about three weeks ago, how would I um, line this game? In, and uh, I said around the, you know, three, I think I said around the three-goal mark at that time, and I've Carlton have gotten potentially worse and Pies have gotten potentially better. I'm still at that mark. So I've I, I got to go back and uh, <laughs> just have a look at that. Um Oh, I, I I probably don't have a bet here, Pope, but there's only one way I could be, and that's with the Pies. Um, you just – how can you back against them at the moment? You know, they're just going so well, and Carlton are just looking so retarded. Um, so they're, 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 they're just doing doing things to just lose uh, the Blues. They had a sniff on the weekend, and they just cocked it right up. Um, so – um, no bet for me at the moment, Pope, but I could only be with one team. Yeah, and Paws are doing a few different ways now too, aren't they? They can score, they can defend it. Um, they deserve a premiership favourites by the looks of things. I said uh, post uh, meet, uh, post our Zoom chat, the other, uh, post our podcast the other night off air that this, and I don't know what the stats, stats say, but they're just such a great one-on-one team, the Pies. They just, they just win contests. And so they can be up against it 
you know, they can have the ball turned over and you think, oh, Christ, they're going to get scored on here. Somehow they just find a way to scrap and claw and led by their captain, Darcy Moore, um, down back. They're just a tremendous one-on-one team. That they are. Modler, how are you saying? Yeah, this is a bit of a head-scratcher, this one. The uh, model's going to pop the prize again, as it has for the last few weeks, quite unsuccessfully. Um, They can't do much wrong at the moment. Uh, I've got the Blues at about 230, so a decent edge there into the 290. I've not made any changes to either squad from last week. There's a good chance Cameron comes back in for the Pies, which would be a huge in for them. Uh, if he does, I'll probably cut it to a half stake, but at, at this stage, I'm, uh, yeah, full stake, full stake on the Blues. You're a brave man, Mother. Uh, we'll go to the final game of the round, GWS v Saints. Well, there were no Saints were disappointing on Sunday, but I thought five and a half was skinny here. They're mm. dollar seventy in GWS is Terrell's fifteen. How are you seeing it? Yeah, there's a few moving parts to this one. Um, Green should come back in. Uh, we said that last week, and he was named and then dropped out. And then uh, King should come back in for the Saints, which I think I've said for a week or two now as well. Um, I'm liking GWS at this stage. I've got the game pretty much. Uh, uh, even money, $2 either way. Um, and a bit of upside that there's a bit of an injury uh, cloud around Steele as well. So he might fall out, um, which would, yeah, obviously uh, lend itself to upside to back in GWS now. few moving parts there, Mug. Yeah, there is. And um, look, I think memory out, Steele out are, are issues, but you get King and Gresham back in and, um, and I think that potentially negates those losses. And I don't have the stats to back this up at the moment, Pope, and I haven't done the work on it yet, but I am going to go back and uh, have a look on Steele's influence. I I remember when he was out against Essendon, uh, I really piled into Essendon um, at the plus, thinking that that was a a good thing to do. But the Saints have actually performed really well without him. And um, and I I don't think he's actually been that influential in, in games since he's come back. So... I'm sort of thinking that maybe if Steele uh, comes out that, you know, maybe someone like a Sinclair or someone actually gets more minutes back in the middle, which actually could be a positive for them. So I just want to go back and do the work and have a look at the influence that Steele has had on the games because maybe it hasn't been as big as previous years. So potentially that's not as big as we think it is, um, Steele going out. Um, Yeah, Pope, I think your analysis at the start is right. I I feel it's skinny as well. Um, I'm going to go back and do that work and just have a look at at that influence of of the big guy. But um, King and Gresham coming back in, as I said, I think that negates it. And um, I could could find myself being here with the the Saints. So I definitely have a lean to the Saints. Uh, I'm just going to go back and uh, quantify that uh, thought. and, um, And if everything checks out, I'll be on the Saints. Lovely. Thanks, Mug. I'll give it a little bit, just a recap inclusive of Statsman's bets that come to me from memory, Mug and Modler. Uh, he likes Frio, which means we're in a three-way unison there. The, I think both the two of you like them to some degree as well. The other main play uh, from memory is he liked the Eagles, which is counter to both you two being on the Hawks. But uh, Modler, anything else you want to add there for your bets that I might have missed? Uh, small on the D's, uh, small on North, uh, and small on the Tigers, and big on the Blues. Mug, uh, any any major play there? There's there's obviously a few no bets between the two, but anything stand out that you want to? Yeah, so I think I think to just recap my bets, um, Pope, I was Port. Uh, I was uh, Essendon, Hawks, and most likely uh, the Saints. Lovely. Thanks, fellas. Um, we probably leave Futures for Statsman next week, will we? Yeah, I think so. Uh, he was just talking around, um, I, I guess, just keeping an eye on the Cats. If they, they drop an – I think he's – sort of play was there. If they drop another one, they could get back out to a juicy prem price. And, um, you know, we know that the prize bulls coming back, they're going to get, you know, good players back at the end of the year. So um, I think that will be the angle there from the prem- premiership um, perspective. Yeah. Very much his domain. All righty. Uh, boys, are we ready to talk some NRL? We are.
and a big set about to go down in the NRL, boys. Uh, so the first one, Thursday night, and don't we love it with no AFL? The Broncos are back at home. They'll be glad to get back there, Pope. Uh, 3-10, and uh, 3-10 at home, the Broncos on the bounce, and uh, the Panthers, $1.37. The line, a flat eight here, $1.90 each. Uh, Pope, kick us off. Yeah, Adam Reynolds out in this one is why that's um, a flat eight. No, but I can't get it here. So I have these teams about four points apart. Broncos, home ground advantage, probably worth two and a half. Like Reynolds isn't worth six and a half points to me. Like I've only got this hovering around six, and that's enough for me to get involved. So I'd be on them at plus six and $3.10. Penrith, best game of the year they played Friday night. Um, but travelling up to Queensland against Broncos is a different is a different proposition altogether. And it's very hard to lose a player in-game and recover, but they're going to have a whole week to prepare without Reynolds. So I think it's a bit generous here, the $3.10 and plus eight. Modler, can we concur? No, again, we're not going to line up first up here. I've got a, the slightest of edges to Penrith at $1.35, uh, even at $1.37, no Bet for me um, at this stage, no. And uh, Pope, just to backtrack over that, um, how do they alter the halves there? Who go? Who goes in and takes Reynolds' spot? So it's a like for like. Uh, Jock Madden is the player coming in, so he's a fringe first grader. So it is a big downgrade, but um, you can adjust. Like the the style of play will be different. It, it won't be Jock won't play the same role Reynolds did, but they've got players around them that I think can trouble Penrith. Like I've, I've touched on how good Penrith are defensively, but the one area thing Broncos do have is speed. And in any sport, speed is a worry for any team. So I think they can trouble trouble them in attack, um, the Broncos. And as I say, I, I like them at the plus eight. I think they can be a bit, little bit close than that. Walsh, I don't know if he's, uh, if he's, you know, quick over the hundred, but geez, when he gets the ball, he's very dynamic. Pope is he? Is he fast? He, he looks fast on the telly. Um, it's just his movement is so electric. Yeah, I think in in parlance we probably grew up with he's football quick. I think he knows yeah. where to go. He knows how to get the one step ahead. Mm. Um, if it was a flat hundred meter race, I don't, I don't know if in the top ten in the NRL, but yeah, like he's dynamic. Um, off a standing start, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, looking forward to that one, boys. Uh, that'll be great. Um, Friday night is a, is a big, I guess, traditional clash here, Pope, and uh, I'm sure the Sydney fans are up and about about this one. It's St. George Illawarra Dragons, and they're hosting uh, the Sydney Roosters. Big price at home here, Pope. 280 the Dragons, six and a half the line, and the Roosters back the other way, $1.44. We're at the $1.90, so it's six and a half uh, the other way as well. Um, can you have the Roosters as favourites? I can. Uh, a little bit intrigued. Roosters are probably copying as much public criticism as they have for half a decade at the moment. They've been poor this year, and Dragons are fighter coach today. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so Big news. Yeah, they've got an interim coach, and what that what that does, um, no one really knows. Like I think it's fair, it's been dispelled in recent times that the interim coach doesn't quite give the fill up in that first game is what we probably thought it did two or three years ago. So for the most part, I'm happy to stay away. I do like the over 40 and a half here, though. I think there's points at six o'clock Friday night mugs. So on a dry Sydney evening, I think port 40 and a half is a little bit like. Modler. Uh, I'm really liking St. George here. So, yeah, as, as mentioned, there's a few moving parts of St. George firing that coach today. Also, um, Joey Marnie drops out for the Roosters, so that's a bit of a reshuffle there. Um, Kiri goes to 5'8", uh, and then uh, Drew Hodgson, I think, comes in the halfback. Um, and, yeah, it's the he's, he's coming off sort of limited minutes, so the model doesn't have a a good view of him, but um, it's got this game right on, on picking $2 inside. So uh, big, wow. big uh, edge for me to that 280 at the moment. Is that, uh, I mean, Modler, is, that's almost as big as your edge would get there, like a 280 in, into $2? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, there was, I mean, the, the, the Tigers uh, game last week, I thought they were a bit over $3 and I had them 210 So that's, that's pretty okay. much as big as it gets, yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, so and and Modler, just for the uh, for the listening audience, uh, again, if you don't mind me asking, how do you bet here? 
again, because St. George are slight dogs, I'd have a little bit more on the plus than I would on the head-to-head. Um, I might even be tempted into the 13-plus there as well. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a shout um, for sure. Okay, Mother, that's exciting for the listeners. Six and a half um, uh, underdog, and, and you're making them basically a pick. So, uh, so that's 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 awesome. Okay, cool. Um, next one, boys. Uh, it's another um, big Sydney clash, and it's the Rabbitohs uh, hosting the Eels. A dollar thirty-six. The Rabbitohs, three fifteen. Uh, Parramatta, and uh, eight and a half. The line. Uh, we got the juice line here, dollar ninety-five the rabbits and dollar eighty-five here the eels. Modler, we'll go to you on this one first. Yeah, uh, I think the model's sort of not really like South the last few weeks, and it's going to continue here. So it's liking Parramatta at the price. I've got them two dollars eighty, so into the three fifteen. It's probably borderline between a half stake and a, and a full stake, but I'll, um, I'll I'll go a full stake for now on on the eels. Eels, okay, excellent. All right, and Pope, can you line up with the modeler here? Yeah, I can. Uh, to Probably not with the confidence that Modler quite has. I, I have this pretty close to market, but I do think there is a bit of upside in the Eels here. Mark, South are coming off a pretty heavy period in terms of quality that they've played and stood up really well through that. Um, they were a bit flat, as I touched on the bad beats against the Tigers, so I'm not quite sure you can't be up every week and I just sort of think they might be in a little bit of a flat spot at the moment so I think the minus eight and a half is slightly generous so yeah I could bait the eels with uh, Mitchell Moses coming back in to give him a bit of impetus for this one so Moses back this week is he yep got name today so unless it's ducks and drakes I think he'll play so which um will help them greatly from how they performed on Saturday night yeah, okay, that's interesting. And boys, I mentioned the eight and a half, a dollar ninety-five, and the eight and a half, a dollar eighty-five. And of course, these prices are coming to you from topsport.com.au. Um, they've been in it for thirty plus years, and you know, you only just have to look. I was looking at Twitter, um, you know, last night, and you know, blokes talking about bookies that are, you know, cancelling bets because they they didn't like this or taking their money and like. They're just it's, there's it's a cesspit out there of bookies at the moment who are not doing the right thing. Well, one thing I can tell you is the top sport will do the right thing by the punter. You have a bet, you win. They will pay out uh, as per the terms and conditions. Um, a very trusted um, name in the industry, and um, you know you don't last for this long um, by doing the wrong thing, and they've lasted a, a long, long time. So. Um, you know, one of the good guys in the industry, um, if you don't have a top sport account, go and get one. Uh, they see the uh, world through the eyes of a punter. They are punters themselves at heart and uh, they know the caper. So get to topsport.com.au, Pope. They look after us and we look after them. Um, next game we want to talk about is the Cronulla Sharks uh, hosting uh, Modelers Knights uh, here at Coffs. Is this this stadium down on the water? Or is that? It is. Or am I getting? It is. Or am I getting no, confused? I'm I getting confused might... with the. Uh, I'm getting confused with the. Um... Yes, 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 yes. Okay, um, but uh, up at Coffs, um, so not really a home for either team, I suppose. So that's an interesting thing in itself. Um, I'll let you boys tell us all about it. Dollar thirty-one the Sharks, three forty-five the Knights, nine and a half. We've got the uh, the flat. Dollar ninety in this one, Pope. I'll go to you first. Yeah, for all intents and purposes here, Mug, it's neutral venue, mm. and I can't get this to nine and a half. I've got this around seven, seven and a half. Knights cop a bit publicly. Every loss, their coach seems to be under pressure, and they were really poor about three weeks ago against Power, and then they copped a bit of heat for a player or two going to Bali. But outside of that, they they've been okay. Like they beat Titans on the weekend. They've run some good teams close prior to that. So I think they're a little bit more consistent than what you view subjectively from the information that gets publicly distributed. And I think they're a bit of a bet here. And I'd, I'd be on them $3.50 as well. I, I don't think Sharks, on the other hand, are going as well as what their ladder position indicates. Okay. Uh, and uh, Modler? Yeah, going to slightly line up here. I've got the Knights about 3.35, so... Uh, into that 3.45 at the moment at Toppy. That's um, enough for a half stake there. 
I think both you mentioned last week too about um, the record coming off the bye, and that seemed to, to work well with the with the Knights last week as well. So um, yeah, that was a good little good little find there. Yeah, nice. Okay, so we have uh, somewhat of a lineup there. A modeler half stake, and uh, and Pope happy to have a full go on that one. So we're with the Knights, uh, which is uh, good to hear. We're going to skip uh, the next uh, two games. Uh, we don't have really a, a betting interest in uh, in these two. Um, and then we're going to go to the last two games on the Sunday. So this kicks off with the Bulldogs. And uh, this is at Accor Stadium. Uh, the Bulldogs, $1.95 uh, versus the Titans, $1.85. Um, uh, so we just got the line at one and a half. Um, Pope, I'll go to you again first here. Um, where do we bet and how? I've got dogs, slight favourites here, Mugs. So betting with the dogs. Uh, in some ways, it's a pretty simple metric what you need. You need dogs to score 27. That's Stat you like mug is Titans have scored exactly 26 points the last five weeks. So yeah. based on that, you need them to score 27, which I have some trepidation if they've got that in them. However, you don't really know what you're getting with Gold Coast. So my numbers I'm going to stick with here, and I've got the dogs um, probably in an old soft flip here. I've got them slight favourites. So on Canterbury. Okay. And uh, Modler? Yeah, likewise. I've got them slightest of favourites too, Canterbury. I've got them... Uh, $1.98, so, uh, yeah, enough to get involved. Um, they've trimmed up a bit, have they, since teams came out. Um, well, actually, that might not be bad for me anymore. I think they were 205 earlier in the day, but now they're at $1.95, so I might just hold fire on them uh, at this stage. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and Pope, you know, I'll go back to it again. You mentioned the Titans scoring um, 26 Um 26 points on average on a weekly basis. Um, if we're assuming that uh, that the dogs uh, should be a favourite, uh, they're going to score a little bit more than that. Uh, we've got the points line set at 46 and a half. Um, how do we play there? Hopefully overs, Mug. It's going to be dry Sunday, 2 o'clock. 46 and a half looks a number on paper, a big number, but um, I'm on it. I'd comfortable back, back in the over here. Yeah, okay. So that's a play for us? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. Nice one. Uh, and, uh, and boys, uh, last game, Raiders, who seem to have got a bit of momentum um, in this little period of the season, uh, putting together a couple of wins, and Manly a bit off their tucker. Uh, the Raiders at home, dollar fifty-five, five and a half the line. The Seagulls back the other way are the two forty-five. Uh, how are we betting here? Modeler first. Yeah, nothing for me here. I've got Canberra at a dollar sixty and, and Manly at two sixty the other way. So uh, into those prices at Toby at the moment, uh, no bet for me in this one. And Pope for yourself. I've got I've got a pretty big play here on Manly. I've only got this about minus two um, at a at a stretch. I don't know if I'm probably been a bit harsh on Canberra. They have won five or six in a row, but. I can find reasons to put an asterisk next to most of those wins. So Jake Trebojevich is back for Manly. He's been okay. named. Um, and he'd need to play if he wants to prove himself origin. So I think there's a really high chance that he will play, even though he's probably back prior to expectation. But, yeah, you know, I can't get this big. There were some good signs in their second half, I think, on Sunday afternoon. So I'm, I'm happy here to um, back them head-to-head and a bit of 13 plus, I think. Yeah, right. They can put it together. There's some upside there. Again, Tom hasn't looked anywhere near himself, but also if he wants to play Origin, he probably has to put in performance. So those factors that are hard to quantify, I think, are on Manly's side here. Yeah, nice. And I was just going to ask you on that, Pope. Is is Turbo, like, Turbo hasn't been going great. Is he a walk-up start for Origin? No, he's not at the moment. He's not going well enough. He doesn't look fit. Um his public utterings don't sound like he's fit. So, yeah, he's, he's not. He um he has to be engraved out. Like, it would only be legacy on how he's performed in origin that would get him there based on his current form. Yeah, and and surely they're not going to pick a team on legacy, are they? They've got to be smarter than that. Well, it's New South Wales. Are they that smart? They they traditionally um, aren't at the selection table. But, um, yeah. like, like the, the other f- factor, like the... 
the replacement coming in, is he going to be better than Turbo? Like, this guy's yeah. in better form, but it's a different stage origin. So whether you get him in that environment and he lifts among the better players, he may, but um, you'd be taking yeah. a risk to pick him. And how many more dress rehearsals do we have, Pope? When 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 are we lining, when are we pulling on the um, the sky blue and the and the maroon? Well, this is the last full round of NRL. Teams are named Monday, and then we get a um, yeah, right. trunk truncated round leading into Wednesday the thirty first. So, so really, this this is it for uh, for the Travoyevich um, boys. They they need to fire up this game. Yeah, and a few others. I think. For, there's a couple of Queensland players playing for Newcastle who'd want to put in a performance too to cement their spot. So last chance to learn for a few guys. I like that angle, uh, Pope. And uh, I called you out there on a uh, on an overs play, Pope. Are you, is there anything else uh, overs unders wise uh, that uh, that we're hanging on to there? <laughs> no, the two the two that are a play for me have called out uh, through the body of the podcast mug. So everything else, uh, shoulder arms at this stage. Uh, excellent, boys. Well, that's uh, that's some really um, comprehensive AFL and NRL chat, as always. Plenty of meat on the bone for the listeners there. I think you can go back and find quite a few bets uh, through the AFL and the NRL. And uh, as we said, the modeler absolutely flying this season. So uh, take note of what he is saying. And uh, I reckon we're not too far away from just having an absolute crackerjack uh, on the punt as well. So uh, so hopefully it is this weekend. Boys, uh, thank you so much as always. Uh, we went to the modeler last week. This week, let's go to the Pope. Pope, can you sign us off? Certainly can, Mug. Gamble responsibly, but more importantly... Gamble to win.